What up? Welcome to my podcast again. We're at episode six, Relationship Over Religion. So today's I am statement is I am connected. Ooh, everybody's so connected. You know, we have so much social media, so so many things to be connected. So what's the journal prompt? Assess your time resource. How are you generally spending it? Not during work or regular responsibilities, but more so what are you doing in your in-between? What practices and habits have you been avoiding with distractions? What gets in the way of just being present? What would a perfect weekend day look like to you? Is that something you often do or just some ideal thing that's out in the ether of your hopes? Okay, I think that second part, I didn't answer those questions in my journal prompt, but um, you know me, I don't mind going off the cuff. So, oh, 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 I have a bonus. I have a bonus. This is so cool. So I found an old journal of mine. And I found something from 11-20-2014. <clears throat> Before I read you the prompt of I am connected. That was my phone. It should have been on silent. Um, sorry, that won't happen again. Anyways, so this journal is just a journal entry. There's no prompt I did, but... November 20th, so like a week ago, seven years ago. So I was like a year clean, right? It's so obvious that I'm centered and have some type of balance the days I meditate and pray in the morning. The question is, knowing this, why aren't I more consistent with my spiritual well-being? Why do I slack in the most important area of my life? Why do I continue to use men for a temporary fix to a spiritual problem that I put myself in? I was reading this to Robert earlier, and I left that part out. Um, And I answered my own question, and I wrote, It's because it's all I know. Faith without works is dead. I need action. I need to stand on my faith and cease from any and all sexual activity without a spiritual, mental, and emotional connection. My motives must be pure and thoughtful without harming other people. Be strong, Sylvia, and do a thorough investigation of myself, my motives, and why I do what I do. Go to God first thing. Man, this just shows how long this work takes. I mean, it's not like I just started doing this. I've been. You can hear from this old entry how I was struggling to do it more consistently. And I saw the benefits of when I did it consistently, but I still struggled. You know, I I think of something Paul wrote. Forgive me for not knowing where it is. I'm sure we can Google it and figure it out. But he said something about our flesh going against our spirit. Like we want to do one thing, but our our flesh does another thing, even though we don't want to do it. Like it's this own battle we're in internally 
because of our humanity. So we're not alone. Paul reminds us that we're not alone. And seeing my own words back at me this long after is a good reminder, is a really, really good reminder of how beneficial this work is and how it comes to us in our own time. No one ever forced me. No one ever pushed me into this. This is something I've been working at for really ever since I got clean and sober and found God and found this bigger purpose than me. Okay, now let me get to my journal entry that I wrote present day. Honing in. I am connected. I am connected to my surroundings. Before yoga every day, my in-betweens were the majority of my days, watching TV and letting time go by. But now I am connected to myself and to community. I check in with myself every day with movement, meditation, and it has proven to be life-changing. My own thoughts get in my way of being present, whether it's tripping on the future or dwelling in the past. A lot of it unable to forgive myself. Thankfully, I am connected to Source, the creator of the universe, the God of gods, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. My old self died with him on the cross, and I became a new creation in Christ. Chosen, picked, loved, and forgiven for all wrongs, past and present. My thoughts are not like his thoughts, but I can continue to stay connected through reading his word, meditating, prayer, and movement. All aspects of my life are a gift from God. So in order to stay connected, I must check in with self, listen to self, be with self, and have self-love. Self equals the Holy Spirit within me. The God in me sees and connects with the God in you. I am connected to something bigger, something bigger than just myself. The Holy Spirit connects me to God himself. This precious gift of connection is what allows me to live in peace and harmony in the world around me. Chaos inside only results in the world appearing chaotic. Peace in me shows me the beauty in the world. We are made for connection. In order to connect, we must first be available. And to be available, we have to be willing. Then to be willing, we have to be open, which really starts with being reflective. And before that, I have to be aware. It all starts with being aware. I remember the end of that journal entry is when I connected all the days together. And that was that last breakdown of it all started from the first day with being aware. 
And then I had to reflect. And then I had to be open. And then I had to be willing. And then available. And now connected. It's, it's all steps in a process. And I didn't see it at the beginning. But now, even going through it a second time, sharing it, Man, it it hits it hits even harder. It it hits even harder. Cause journaling is something I've never been able to be consistent with. Cause meditation is the new part. Man, I was seven years ago I was writing about meditation and prayer, but I wasn't consistent back then. I remember I had the Calm app. I don't have that anymore. I use something called Encounter now, but cause it's biblical meditation using verses and concepts. Christian concepts, which other calm meditation, that's all good too. You know, I, I use those two or guided meditations are really well. You know, some of the guided ones take you back to your childhood self and you can, I mean, but that's, that's a whole other episode, y'all. You don't even know. So back to this, you know, just I am connected. This is a work in progress, being connected and being home this, this past two years home really taught me how to listen to my body and really being able to assess what I ate and how it affected me the next day. That was a big learning curve. I really enjoyed that process. I mean, some of the days were tough, but sometimes, you know, I can be craving something I've ate since I was young and smell it and, ooh, wait in the drive-thru and go get it and so excited to eat it. And even it tastes good when I eat it, you know, but then that next day I'm feeling some type of way because I had been home and slowed down. I was able to notice that, you know, being busy with work and, you know, people got kids and all kinds of stuff moving and shaking in their lives that we don't get to notice what's happening on the inside and really pay attention like, hey, what, what I ate last night is bothering me. You know, it really made me feel sluggish today, it really made me feel this, or, you know, you can eat something and you wake up and you feel good. Those are the, those are the things I got to pay attention to and be connected to my body. Another thing not food related is <clears throat> how I feel after I interact with somebody. You know, sometimes I would just feel like, I don't know, dirty or negative, or just not a good spirit, not a good headspace. And I realized that that's after the interaction with, with somebody, and it's consistent with that person that to guard my own peace, I don't go around that. Or, you know, make sure I'm fully suited up in the armor of God to make sure that I don't let that rub off on me. You know, I remember going somewhere with my sister and a bunch of other people and this house like was just I just felt the spirit of jealousy in the house you know what I mean I just felt it and by the time I got home the next day I was jealous about something about somebody else you know and I, I got to I had to check that because that's not me you know I don't, that's not me that's a spirit that's a spirit trying to you know get on me and stay on me and nah, not around here. We are too well equipped. I mean, sometimes it does get the better of me, you know. 
Um, I'll get into it with some later entries, but jealousy tried to creep up and it's, it's actually how I birthed this podcast. So because a friend of mine, a co- my coach in, or my yoga instructor, she started a podcast as well. And I was homesick during this challenge, like around week two, I caught a cold and I wasn't able to have as much movement and be in class every day, but I really got to hone in on this journaling part, which when I saw her podcast, man, it just, that that green eyed monster crept up, you know, it, it crept up and I was mad at first, had to process those feelings and then I can't be mad at something, you know, she pulled the trigger on. I, I had to look at myself. And that's what this work does, y'all. It, it makes me look at myself. So I wasn't planning on getting into that today, but I'll save the rest for the journal entry and all whatever day that was that opened up my eyes to all this. But thank, so if you learn to interpret what signals go off in your body, you can really use them as almost like a turn signal in your car or, you know, a check engine light. It's, it's, you know, we're conditioned to be like, oh shit, check engine light. I got to go to the mechanic. I'm going to get ripped off. All these, all these thoughts and emotions get flooded in. But just what if we switch the narrative and said, oh, my check engine light went on. Okay. Let me just go check it out. It's probably going to be fine. Or oil lights on. Let me just go get an oil change. If we stay consistent you know, making deposits in our spiritual bank account, that's going to be the game changer. You know, I know I mentioned the spiritual bank account the other day, and I want to just go over it briefly one more time about how to make deposits. That's through self-care, nature walks, prayer time. That's talking to God and listening to God and listening is a form of meditation when we're quiet and we receive from him and then there's other meditation that's guided or repeating a verse over and over again that's something I did when I was in jail to help me go to sleep because I couldn't sleep coming off of heroin for like months I would sleep like 30 minutes at a time and or not the whole night through and it was just horrible having cold sweats everything but that those nights is where I memorized a lot of these verses you know I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me I would say that literally till I fell asleep or you know trust in the Lord with all your heart And he will direct your path. That's like Proverbs 3, 5 or something like that. It's, I I just condition myself or be still and know that I am God. That's Psalm 46, 10. A lot of them, some I know where they are. Some I don't know where they are. But reading the Bible or meditating on a verse, if you can't sleep and you do that, you'll fall asleep. Because the devil don't want you to read it. devil don't want you to pray. The devil doesn't want the seed to be planted. So he'll do whatever it takes to come pluck that seed out of the soil. That's a whole nother um, episode I can do about the seed being planted. So 
I forget where it's at, but I'll I'll look it up and I'll make sure I bring it back to you. Let, let me write it down. Seed planted. Making my notes. We live, y'all. We I mean we are unedited. This is how we work. So those are the those are the ways you make deposits. Oh, I said Bible study as well. Not just reading the Bible, but getting with other people who want to get understanding as well. And just like we find communities of yoga and community people go I don't know biking people like speed racer biking you know the ones that like left the ones <laughs> tell you that they're coming up behind you serious bikers or you know there's there's all kinds of groups pottery groups walking groups there are all kinds of groups but find a you can find a group that will enlighten you spiritually biblically biblically so the benefits of making these spiritual deposits, you get wisdom in situations you otherwise wouldn't have known or wouldn't know about. I, I truly believe I'm given information that I wouldn't otherwise know. And there's verses to back it up. I'll find them for you. I'm, I, I don't know everything. Um, your spiritual eyes begin to be more and more open over time. You keep peace, or I keep peace. I've kept peace during times of turmoil and distress. This COVID, unemployment, all this stuff is very nerve-wracking and designed to make people lose sleep, you know, ruminating thoughts, lose their hair, all kinds of other ways to interpret your body is trying to tell you something, by the way. But a lot of people are struggling and I've had my nights. I, you know, I suffer from anxiety and I have my tools that I, that I know how to work with. And a lot of these making deposits are ways I deal with my anxiety, but it's really having peace. Now there's like the peace of God and then there's the God of peace. It's two different concepts and the God of peace calms me and gives me a supernatural peace that only he can give. Now, and it's coming come in so clutch when, like, something is going on and I could be, like, distraught, feeling heartbroken, being flooded with emotions. And I've literally had it where I remember I called my friend. She was like, I'll call you right back. I can't talk. This was a, this was a few years ago. And I thought Robert and I weren't going to make it through like a big fight. And I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. But I wanted to talk to her and vent so I could like get it off my chest. But sometimes God doesn't allow those people that are always there to be there sometimes so that we can tap into him. And that's what I did. I was just like, please, God, help me, help me, help me. And that all that that was it. A sense of like calm and peace just like overcame me and I knew everything was going to be okay and that it all had happened for a purpose and that biggest fight that him and I had making up after that <sighs> led to like our proposal he proposed a few weeks later and man COVID was a couple weeks I mean actually I think a week after he proposed the following Friday was like lockdown so this has been one hell of a journey. So that supernatural peace, it's, hap it's come up other times and I'll, I'll save some other stories for later. But it's being able to make that withdrawal 
when something happens that's most important. Most people pray or reach out to God right when the shit hits the fan. How about if you try to pray and have a relationship like the best friend you talk to or your mom or your dad or your sister or your brother or your friend or who or your dog, whoever it is. Like Jesus is there to talk to you. And I know it sounds crazy, but he's going to answer you. He's going to answer you in a way that speaks directly to you. And that's the beauty. That's why I don't have to prove it. Have your own experience. I'm only sharing mine. So thank you for listening. Tune in next time and talk to you later. Bye-bye.